When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to another video and podcast from fantasyfootballscout.co.uk. My name is David and today we're going to have a look at the Scout Picks bus team for game week seven. Now for those of you who don't know what the Scout Picks are, they are a weekly selection on the Fantasy Football Scout website put together by the editorial team as the best set of players to own for the upcoming game week. It's a good yardstick for working out whether or not your team is in good shape for the upcoming game week. Now of course there is no restrictions on the players that can go into this squad with the exception of of course the prices and so it's always worth pointing out that this team is not necessarily saying that you need to own all 11 because uh, it picks out the best team for this week only and then the weeks beyond that only as well so as I said it's a good yardstick for working out whether or not your team is ready and then the bus team specifically is the state of play right now on Wednesday evening going into uh, the two days of press conferences we're expecting to have on Thursday and Friday and of course uh, this is actually being recorded and this bus team was picked before the Wednesday evening EFL Cup ties as well so it can't take those into consideration but hopefully gives you guys um, a good indication of what the current thinking is uh, from the editorial team and of course we would be remiss in our duty uh, as fans of the Always Cheating podcast if we didn't point out that the bus team of course is a term coined by them Uh, if you don't already know the idea is that you set your team immediately after the most recent deadline has passed just in case just in case you get hit by a bus between now and the next game week deadline because the last thing you want in that scenario is to be starting the wrong players and so yeah that's the thinking there and so what we're going to do is we're going to go through uh, the, the specific fixtures for game week seven of course it's a big uh, week we've been building up to for a while because we've got a double game week not as exciting as usual double game weeks but it's certainly worth talking about some Burnley and Luton players of course and I can promise you there is going to be uh, some involvement for their players go for all of the fixtures go through the three different categories of players the people most likely to be in the team those who are in contention and any long shots who have an opportunity to maybe break into the team after the Thursday Friday press conferences that we we are going to go through. Now, before we go any further, I've got some pieces of housekeeping as ever. Uh, first things first, there'll be some numbers and some stats in here from the Fantasy Football Scout members area. If you've not already set yourself um, up with a membership ahead of Game Week 7, now is a good time to do that. Lots of questions around those double Game Week players. The members area will very much help you with those. You can still save 30% on those pre-season prices as well. We also have a message from our sponsor as well. Today's video is sponsored by Betway, the principal betting partners of West Ham and the betting partner of Brighton. On Fridays, they announce the heroes for the weekend. You can bet £10 on player markets, top scorer of the heroes, and they will credit a £1 free bet for every point up to £20. Betway are also running giveaways, including shirts and tickets for West Ham and Brighton. We know not everyone gambles, which is something we take seriously. It's why on our website, we have a filter you can turn on, which allows you to opt out of gambling ads. For those who do enjoy it, do so responsibly and safely. There's more info about Betway in the description. You, of course, have to be 18 or over to play, and we encourage everybody to gamble responsibly and to begambleaware.org uh, when the fun stops. 
stops stop and the last thing that I do have to uh, bring to you guys of course is the fantastic news that we have been shortlisted for best in fantasy football in the editorial category at the Football Content Awards 2023 so thank you everybody who's uh, nominated us for that we're enormously grateful uh, if you'd like us to to win that award uh, then you can vote for us in the uh, the final round of voting uh, in a link that is in the description as well um, as I said we're super grateful to have been nominated for this uh, particular stage so yeah any help uh, from this point in time is much much appreciated now let's get into the good stuff now and let's have a look at the season ticker for game week seven which of course shows Luton and Burnley as the two teams with the best set of fixtures for double game week seven Luton are arguably the one with the better set of fixtures they've got to go away to Everton and then they host Burnley Burnley do get to go to Luton in the second game which is a good fixture for them but they do also have to visit St James's Park to face Newcastle as well so not quite so good there but obviously they're the two teams with the two fixtures now outside of that those with single game week fixtures we've got Everton West Ham Newcastle and Arsenal with the best four fixtures according to the season ticker they are facing Luton Sheffield United Burnley and Bournemouth respectively and the teams that are probably going to find it difficult to work their players into the scout picks for game week seven Spurs Bournemouth Crystal Palace and Wolves right at the bottom Spurs are hosting Liverpool Bournemouth are hosting Arsenal the Eagles have to go to Old Trafford and face Manchester United and Wolves are at home against the dreaded champions Manchester City. So that very much is going to colour uh, the, the team selection in many ways. Because as we said, we've got the the only limitation we have here for picking players for the scout picks is, of course, the prices. Now, let's jump into um, the list of players who are the most likely to be involved. Then we'll talk about those in contention. And then we will discuss a couple of long shots um, to see whether or not they can break in. So we start with Newcastle. We can't really start anywhere else. They, are, of course, are hosting Burnley. It's three clean sheets in a row for them in all competitions now. 8-0 win over Sheffield United, record-breaking um, result for them. And uh, Kieran Trippier, very much at the heart of that. He repaid his owner's faith with an emphatic 18-point haul in that game. Three assists, clean sheet, all the bonus. He obviously is going to be very high on the top of the list for the scout picks in game week seven. He is almost certainly to be involved, barring any um, acts of God, you might say, perhaps an injury of some kind, something like that. Um, he did actually blank in his first four matches, and despite that, um, he has actually outscored all other defenders in FPL. Uh, he's created more chances than any other player in his position as well. So the chances of him being involved are very, very high. Uh, it's also not beyond the realms of possibility that we could see two Newcastle defenders in the scout picks for this particular week. Uh, Fabian Scher and Sven Botman are in the running. Dan Byrne also did well in game week six. And so we could see one of those make it into the team, perhaps need to just get a, a bit of a fix on who we think is the most likely to start. Not that we necessarily think that rotation is going to be rife in that Newcastle defence, but perhaps a little look at who gets rested the most midweek might help us be able to choose the person with the highest expected minutes. Now, speaking of Newcastle's midweek uh, EFL Cup tie, that of course is or was against Man City, depending on when you are watching or listening to this. Uh, Erling Haaland, of course, is a bit of an easy pick this week. Going up against Wolves, he scored a hat-trick against them earlier this calendar year, uh, and he's just in fantastic form statistically um, and from the eye test as well. Now, because Wolves' defence has hasn't been particularly watertight this season. Um, it's entirely possible that we could have two Man City attackers in the team. Uh, Julian Alvarez and Phil Foden are probably the most likely to be um, vying for a spot as the second Man City attacker now. Interestingly enough, that's it. 
for the likely lads so far. We've got a lot of players in contention here who um, may get into the squad, might not. Um, some of them are going to be in the bus team, some of them um, aren't, and some of them might end up being in the final team, and some of them might not end up being in the final team because there is just so many different options this week. Lots of single game week options with good matches, and of course, those double game week players do deserve some attention, even if not everybody in the fantasy community is completely convinced. Now, one thing I will just clarify before we jump into this is that, of course, whether or not you own these players is very much team dependent. Now, um, if you've not already had a chance to check out my uh, team selection video, uh, that went up around lunchtime on Wednesday, or if you're listening on podcasts, that was out on Wednesday afternoon. Now, for my team, I can't really find room for a Burnley or a Luton player in any position because I've got a couple of other things I'm looking to do either this week or in the weeks beyond. And so... I personally am not going to be going for any of their players uh, in all likelihood. But that doesn't necessarily mean that we shouldn't give them a shout-out for the scout picks, where, of course, we don't have to worry about who is and is not in the team next week. Now, if you're in a situation perhaps where you're wildcarding next week uh, or you've got maybe a Nicholas Jackson, for example, you know that's an easy swap from Jackson to Morris, for example, then maybe you need to be giving more consideration to Luton and Burnley players because there is an opportunity there. It's just whether or not it's right for your team. So I just want to preempt this little section here with that bit of, di- of a disclaimer because you will have already seen me like kind of largely be disparaging about uh, Luton players on the most recent episode of General's Orders, for example. As I've already mentioned there, not much of a look in for my team this week. So I just want to make sure that nobody thinks that I'm sort of like cross purposes with myself um, or maybe trying to cover myself, you know, uh, hedge my bets, sort of say they're rubbish on one video, say they're good on another. Um, that's kind of the thinking that it's all about whether or not you can get them in and out of your team in such a way that it doesn't break your overall structure. So with that out of the way, let's talk about the players who are in contention uh, for the game week seven scout picks uh, and the bus team as well. So it's Burnley and Luton, as we said, double game weeks. Um, we we think that maybe James Trafford or Thomas Kaminsky could be involved in the conversation here for the scout picks, uh, which will be decided later in the week. Um, we expect them both to probably concede, uh, but we think that there's obviously a good chance of save points uh, on the way when you think they've got two games. For example, Trafford, the Burnley goalkeeper, he has made three saves in each of his last five matches, so that is an additional point for that particular achievement. And then uh, with Kaminsky, the Luton goalkeeper, if he is overlooked, then the Luton defenders kind of come into the thinking largely because of Price. Issa Bore and Amari Bell... Um, they both started game week six and actually the latter got uh, sorry the former did get an assist as well Um, Carlton Morris of course is the front runner Uh, he's averaging just under three shots per game and takes penalties uh, and his fixtures are of course kinder than the attackers we see at at Burnley Koleosho and Amduni are probably the biggest names out of those two teams I think i if I was hard-pressed, I'd prefer Amduni because his uh, goal threat numbers do look a bit better. It is largely slim pickings, but they are the Burnley and Luton players that are, at the very least, in the conversation for the scout picks. Um, let's move on to some more surefire assets now. So, um, Salah, Saka and Son all got double-digit hauls against West Ham, Spurs and Arsenal, respectively, last time out. Um, there's a lot of competition in midfield this week, but they all look in relatively decent shape, although do keep an eye on Saka's fitness because what happens there uh, may impact whether he's in the team, of course. But if he's fit and he's going to start with the fixture and the form, Saka does look good. 
but do keep an eye on those presses. And that's exactly why we set this bus team, uh, is so that we can say, here's the players in contention. When we get more information, we can uh, fine-tune that. And if I have, I realize I've not said already, if you want to know who makes the final, final cut for the team selection for the scout picks, then do keep an eye on the Fantasy Football Scout social channels on Friday, but also the website as well, fantasyfootballscout.co.uk, where that will get updated on Friday afternoon with the final team. This video, of course, is just the bus team. Now, uh, who else is uh, in contention in midfield? As I said, lots and lots of options here. Now, a home match from Manchester United against Crystal Palace. Um, on the surface, perhaps, is not all that straightforward, bearing in mind that United haven't done all that well so far. But Crystal Palace sort of dipped a little bit in the last couple of weeks. Started the season really well, um, and especially under Roy Hodgson at the end of last season, were um, you know a very attacking side. That seems to have subsided again. We're sort of shifting back towards what we kind of saw under Hodgson last time, um, of a more defensive-minded team. Um, uh, as was or rather one that was a bit more goal shy um for example um Elise not being around is not really helping them and interestingly enough Fulham despite being a team that has not been very very good for xG creation so far this season were actually the team that created more chances at Selhurst Park in game week six than the Eagles and so bearing in mind that um Fernandez got himself a return against Burnley uh, and Rashford is still having shots in the box at a very good rate um I do think that um you know there's a chance that these guys could maybe still sneak into the scout picks again I think if you still got those United players it's not the worst thing in the world to hold them for this particular game those two players have racked up a combined 45 shots in Man United's first six matches um, they've only hit the target with 14 of those they can improve on that number then maybe they could get a surprise haul against Crystal Palace as well uh, Foden, Sterling, Erdegaard and Mbermo are all in the top 10 midfielders that have the highest projected points in the upcoming game week according to the Rate My Team tool if you uh, haven't checked that out already it's in the members area you guys know what you need to do to <laughs> get into the members area because I don't shut up about it uh, Bowen and Ward-Prowse I have to quickly talk about them. They're very much um, being uh, talked about um, in the fantasy community. There's a fantastic article on the website right now comparing those two at a very uh, micro-granular uh, level um, with some of their, um, their various maps and comparison tools. We've got uh, Bowen joint third among midfielders for shots in the box so far. Ward-Prowse is, of course, um, a set-piece man. They're going up against Sheffield United. They uh, Last week, we said well everybody did really you know Sheffield United are the worst team in the in the league for uh, conceding headers also the worst team in the league for conceding uh, chances from set plays which does uh, very much gear towards Ward Prowse's strengths and of course would also gear towards the strengths of West Ham centre-backs as well um, we've got Aguered and Zuma in contention uh, because uh, you know they're the guys who are most likely to get their heads on the end of things perhaps in the same way that we saw with Botman Burn uh, and a couple of other Newcastle players and uh, with Sheffield United's uh, defense, uh, sorry, Sheffield United's offensive woes so far this season, and the fact that Ariola has been making a lot of saves, uh, he also is in the conversation. Uh, we've got Walker, Zinchenko, and Tarkovsky, um, who've uh, put up some good numbers of late. If they don't make it into the team, then then their corresponding goalkeeping counterparts of Edison, Raya, and Pickford also being talked about in the uh, Scout Picks Bus Team article. Now, let's finish with the long shots before we show you the team uh, as it is in its current state. Now, the thing about Everton is they look so good against Brentford that all of a sudden uh, they're in the conversation for things like this. The fact it was Brentford definitely uh, suggests that they, they, they may be onto something now. Uh, Decore did very, very well in game week six. He's actually done very well for most of the season. Dwight McNeil also is 5.4. Calvert-Lewin at 5.8 and Beto at 6 million. Um, they're good prices if they can put some form together. 
Um, Aston Villa and Brighton also offer some good options this week, even though they're playing each other. Morgan Gibbs-White, Taiwo Awanyi, uh, Eze and Gordon are long shots in midfield with Wilson, Isak uh, also in the conversation up front uh, and Dalot and Regulon at Man United in defence. So that completes the list of players who are certainly being talked about. If you've not already had a chance to read the Scout Squad article on Fantasy Football Scout, that also is very useful because that goes through the different members of the editorial team and some other uh, very uh, impressive experienced managers in FPL picking their best 15 players for the week as well and that is very much part of the algorithm that helps pick that final team but as for the bus team as it is now I've put that on the screen and I will of course read that out for the benefit of the podcast listeners it's Ariola uh, who has the uh, the goalkeeping jersey at the moment of course 4.2 makes him very much a budget enabler with Leno on the bench Trippier, Walker and the 4 million man Issa Bore uh, in the back three Bruno Fernandes as we said uh, he sort of has been promising stuff all season we think that's going to continue uh, Saka is in there for now but we will have to see what the next piece of news is on him in the next um, uh, press conference for Arsenal um, Gordon makes it into midfield despite being a long shot but the thing with uh, with him is that Barnes injury if we can just get confirmation that that's going to be a long term one he does look very very attractive at 5.5 Salah also uh, involved and Bowen at the moment so that's Fernandez, Saka, Gordon, Salah and Bowen at the moment but could change with this Saka injury Haaland of course as ever makes it up front with Morris getting a place in the scout picks bus team um, I know there's a lot of people who, as I said, I'm one of them who's not necessarily interested in getting in for my team. If you can find some way to get him in a way that's not going to be uh, detrimental to your longer term plan, then the Scout Picks bus team is saying that you could, at the very least, get something. Alda Keel and Amduni are the only Burnley players uh, to make it into the bus team for now. They're both on the bench alongside Brantway Everton, who, of course, is a budget enabler. So, as I said, that's the state of play with the Scout Picks bus team at the moment. Let us know in the comments how many players from that selection you've currently got on your team. Or or how many players from that selection you intend to have in your team after you've made your transfers, because you might be waiting a few days for that. I would definitely encourage it in a week with EFL football and injuries, potentially to Saka and Madison, who are widely owned. So let us know uh, the state of play for your plans for Double Game Week 7 uh, in the comments. Um, and yeah, it'll be good to see how people are getting on in terms of preparing for this um, unprecedentedly early Double Game Week. Well, with that, I shall leave you fine folks to enjoy the rest of your FPL tinkering, and I shall see you next time.